from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Tar Heels, Drake May, Mac Brown, Carolina football are in a very, very unfortunate situation. Like upsetting to me as as a human. They are in the situation where they, a large part of their success this football season, a large part of the Tar Heels' success this football season depends on the NCAA, the powers that be, the committees, the power trip leaders of college sports, the NCAA being human, understanding life. That's what their season depends on. And guess what? The NCAA does not have a a history of being very good at that. They don't have a history of, of being empathetic. They don't have a history of putting themselves in someone else's shoes. They just don't. North Carolina wide receiver Tez Walker has been denied as a two-time transfer waiver. Now, there's context for this. Meaning, technically, he's been at two schools prior to being at North Carolina. Uh, Untechnically, there was a year that doesn't exist he, he was at North Carolina Central for a COVID year where they didn't play football. Not in the fall, not in the spring. They didn't play. Everybody gets that eligibility back. So so that year that didn't exist, he was at North Carolina Central. Then he transfers to Kent State, plays at Kent State, turns himself into a premier transfer, wants to transfer to North Carolina for reasons that, that are likely extremely sen- uh, commonsensical, if that's the word believable, uh, um, logical, some would say necessary. And the NCAA swoops in and says, "Mm, no, denied your waiver. Let's take this all the way back to square one, okay? This is a problem within the NCAA. Mac Brown was at uh, ACC kickoff. We were there as well uh, in Charlotte. Uh, It feels like weeks ago. I don't know. It could have been a week and a half. Who knows? This is what Mac Brown said about Tez Walker. Tez Walker is the most amazing story I've ever seen. Here's a young guy that signs with East Tennessee State, hurts his knee. They gray shirt him, so he decides to go to NC Central instead of East Tennessee State. So already he shows up at NC Central having dealt with some adversity, right? He thinks he's going to East Tennessee. They gray shirt him because of injury, which means he doesn't enroll. They want him to just not go to school for a semester and start a year later. He goes to NC Central. COVID hits. This comes back from the the quote from Mac Brown. COVID hits, so he can't play. He transfers to Kent State. He has a great couple of years at Kent State. Then his whole coaching staff leaves. His grandmother is really sick. She's in Charlotte. She's never seen him play. He transfers back because that's where he wanted to be in the first place. Hmm. He's going to get to... Have his grandmother see him play for the first time in Charlotte when they play South Carolina, and then she'll be able to drive to the home games. That's part of the story of Tez Walker. The difference is the NCAA came in and said, you're not eligible. And they need him. From a football standpoint, they need him. If he doesn't play, the season takes on an entire different feeling for North Carolina. 
Yeah, 2022 season, Walker finished with 58 catches for 921 yards and 11 receiving touchdowns. And guess what? Drake May needs him because what does Drake May not have this year? Josh Downs. So any wide receiver that is available for Carolina, they need to be there to help Drake May. And and here's the thing. Uh, Yes, Josh Downs is gone. That's a lot of production. But also, uh, when you have Drake May, which obviously North Carolina does, not breaking news there, uh, you have kind of, I don't want to say the pick of all the transfers in the portal, but you get to be choosy, right? There's a lot of transfer portal players out there that, especially if they're pass catchers, want to come catch passes from Drake May. Yeah. Tez Walker was seen as, as if he lives up to all of the expectations, a potential top 50 pick next year if he plays well alongside Drake May. So, North Carolina could have taken a whole bunch of different wide receivers. They chose Tez Walker and Nate McCollum at Georgia Tech to be the transfers they bring in to help Drake May. To have one of them not show up not or not be able to play, not be eligible, not only is that a bummer because they were trusting him to, to help Drake May live up to his expectations, but it's a bummer because... If, if they were expecting the NCAA to be a stickler and inhumane and, and callous and cold, they could have gone to get someone else. And what's even more impactful about this, these two guys, Walker included, were projected to be either wide receiver one or wide receiver mm-hmm. two. Oh, uh, I mean, Tez Walker, everything I've seen. He, he was, was going to be picked, wide receiver one. He was already picked to be all ACC. Yeah. All of the media voted him to be all ACC preseason. The NCAA didn't clear his waiver. Now, now, here's where I say you have to be human, okay? Here's where I say you have to look at the situation. Tez Walker released a statement and talked in his statement very emotionally about wanting to play closer to his grandmother. His grandmother helped raise him. His grandmother was a big force in his life, and, and he wanted to be closer. Uh, from Tez Walker's statement, I, this is a direct quote, I want this to be over. I want to stop feeling like this. I just want to play. I want my grandmother to come watch me. I want to be a student and an athlete, and I hope those in charge give me that opportunity. Like, that is emotionally charged. Now, here's the question. What proof do you need that a family health situation is real and important? Because the NCAA is cracking down on these two-time transfers, but there are waivers available if you do have an immediate family medical situation, right? If you have to move home for a reason, you want to move home to, to be closer to a, a sick family member. But the, the, the gross part about it is everyone's going to assume that players will use that to come transfer to a school that they're transferring to for all football reasons and use a sick family member to, to do that. Listen, I've seen this happen before. Okay. This is not my first time going down this path with the NCAA. Go back and look up Brock Hoffman. He was a offensive lineman at coastal Carolina that transferred to Virginia tech a few years ago. He's a member of the Cowboys now. And, and it got to the point, this is how disgusting the NCAA is. It got to the point where he was posting scans of his mother's brain that showed a tumor because he was saying, I want to move closer. I want to be within a drive of my parents. This is why. And the NCAA pushed him so far that he was posting the scan, something so personal about his mother, he was posting the scans. And I came up with this thought then, and it applies to this thought now for Tez Walker. I don't care if the NCAA gets duped a bunch. I don't care if 50 student athletes are using a a 
sickness in the family to transfer for football reasons. And the NCAA feels like, oh, gosh, they're just they're overblowing a, a medical situation. I don't care if they get duped 50 times. That is much better than denying the one that is being honest. If somebody is out there and legitimately wants to move closer to a sick mother, a sick grandmother, a a, a tumor-battling family member, anything along those lines, if you turn them down, that's like, I want to make sure everyone using it for the right reason gets their right reason, right? Gets their, their, and if you... Oh my gosh, what's the, the the end of the world is a few others get an extra transfer? I think you just got to kind of live with it, right? Err on the side of anyone that is telling you about their sick relative is being truthful and honest. And if the worst case scenario is a couple of college athletes get to transfer one more time than you'd like them to, that's the cost of doing business. It's disgusting, NCAA. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I can't even can't even comprehend. Can you imagine fielding those waivers? You're the one judging it. You have to look through and decide if a family's medical emergency is emergency enough to transfer. That's that's your, and then you go no, denied, stamp it and send it back. It's not the job I want. Yeah. Put it that way. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The NCAA is facing a ton of challenges. Yes, their teams and the conference realignment is not making it easier. Yes, there are discussions about Cal and Stanford joining the ACC. And most importantly, yes, I understand that the Atlantic Coast Conference is now holding meetings. Matter of fact, Pete Thamel uh, earlier today tweeted out sources. So according to Thamel's sources, ACC presidents met this morning for exploratory call on Cal and Stanford. As expected, no vote taken. The league is still evaluating the potential decision. Do you know what I hope? I hope and I wish, as a fan of the ACC, as somebody who is professionally invested in the ACC, as somebody who is at ACC kickoff, I hope that the ACC is is talking with everyone in college sports, that they had already been talking with Stanford and Cal, that the, the, they're not just talking to Stanford and Cal, that that this is not everything they're doing, okay? I know for a fact that there are meetings taking place around the country that right now could possibly shake up college football and college sports as we know it. Some are about realignment. Some are about other big changes that might shake things up even more. Whether you agree or disagree with the changes, you should want to be in that meeting. Kelsey Riggs uh, earlier today was on the Adam Gold Show. She comes from the ACC Network. This is what she had to say about the mentality around the ACC currently. I do think the ACC programs are strong. 
they're continuing to head in the right direction for some of the ones that have maybe fallen off a little bit or we're still building. Um, so you've got to have the wins, but it really depends on the day because everybody was freaking out a couple of days ago oh, last yeah. week because of Florida State, and now all of this stuff happens with the news yesterday of these exploratory talks. So it's hour by hour. It's day by day. I think all in all, it's what is the solution? And it's probably not like a long-term solution, I think, personally. Like, what is the solution now? What can you do now? And that might not be the same thing that helps you in three years or in five years or even in two months. But maybe the solution now is at least looking at these schools and talking and having these exploratory conversations to see if there is more they can do or not. The solution is exploratory calls. The solution is being as informed as you gosh darn possibly can. If there's one thing that has been proven, nobody is in every decision-making room, right? USC, UCLA are going to the Big Ten. Guess what? Alabama and Georgia didn't know about that, I guarantee you. Not until it was already past the point of no return. Texas and Oklahoma are joining the SEC. Even Texas A&M, who's in the SEC, likely didn't know that was happening until it was past the point of no return. So no one is going to make sure you're in the meetings, right? Nobody, when they're making the decisions that could potentially change everything, are going to call roll and say, "Uh, ACC present? No? All right, well, let's wait until the ACC gets here. No, you're going to have to force your way into those meetings. So I hope that the, the ACC was talking to Washington and Oregon. I hope they were talking to Stanford and Cal. I hope they were talking to Arizona and Arizona State. I hope they were talking to, uh, uh, I mean, heck, Florida State. Before they, like, everybody that you can possibly learn from, you want to be learning from. Even if it's just to find out what they know, what they want to do. So you can have the contingency plans. If yesterday was the first time that the ACC reached out or had serious conversations about Stanford and Cal joining the ACC, I'd be ashamed in the ACC. The first time they should have talked about Stanford and Cal was uh, every day over the last four years. Like, it, it's that on, and, and not just Stanford and Cal, right? They should have been thinking about West Virginia and Kansas, and they should have been thinking about Memphis, and they should have been thinking about UCF and Cincinnati and uh, before they jumped to the Big 12. They should have been thinking about all of this and talking with them. Right? It's, it's, I mean, in any trade market, right? Fantasy football. I don't care if you trade Pokemon cards. I don't care if you trade, maybe you're into cars and you buy and fix up and sell. I don't care if you're in real estate, right? You should always want to know what the offers are out there on everything. Okay, UCF, what's the Big 12 offering you? What are you offering them? You'll take a lesser share of the media money? Okay, what kind of contract are you willing to, like, you should know just because, hey, I might be able to beat that offer. There's nothing worse than seeing something sold for a price that's well below what you would have paid for it. You want to go, oh, why didn't you let me know I could have beat that? Right, Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC. You're looking at it going, we would have done better than that. Right? Maybe maybe you would have. Maybe you wouldn't have. But at least you would have known ahead of time. You want to be in those conversations. So that's why it's it's like news leaks, Stanford and Cal. I, uh, actually, shout out to everybody on our, our YouTube page. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our page at 99.9 The Fan. Um uh, 
on a, on a video we posted yesterday about the the initial reports that Stanford and Cal kind of were were in talks and were going to be t- or talked about by the ACC. Uh, one of the comments said, "I like, I forget if it was a question or a statement, but the gist of it was, you know, the ACC didn't reach out to them; they reached out to the ACC." meaning Stanford and Cal are desperate to find a conference, so they reached out to the ACC. And I went, that would be worse. That would be worse. The ACC should not be sitting around and and waiting for people to call them. Right? To do the whole, like, friend you haven't seen in a while thing. Hey, so what's going on? No, I just called to chat. Marilyn, how have you been? How have you been? It's been a while. Right? What have you learned since we last talked? You remember the you remember the good old days where your fans used to ch- chant mean things at JJ Reddick? Ha ha ha. Funny times. Remember that game with Mike Glenn? Well, maybe we don't hey, want to bring that up if we're, that uh, if, we're, if we're talking to Maryland about coming back. Uh yeah. Only positive memories. Juan Dixon. But uh No, but seriously, what are they saying in all those Big Ten meetings that you're part of? Like, oh yeah, ha ha ha. Now that you're the pleasantries are over. Have you talked with uh Michigan recently? What are they saying? Have they said anything about me? What do you think about Oregon? Gather information. I've never once, never once heard somebody say, I really made a bad decision. It was because I had too much information. Right? It's always, I didn't have enough. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. So I made a, get the information, call the teams, do what you have to do. And if they don't answer, call them again. And if they don't answer, text them and say, hey, are you ignoring my calls? Then call them again. Be clingy. Be annoying until they tell you what you want to hear or at least tell you the information. I don't know if it's what you want to hear. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.